The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Five victims of the Chesapeake Walmart shooting were sent to Sentara Norfolk General, which is the biggest local trauma center. Hospital staff talked to reporters Wednesday about what it was like responding to the tragedy. Catherine Hafner with partner station WHRO reports. Dr. Jessica Burgess is an acute care surgeon with Sentara and was on call Tuesday night when the shooting happened. She went into emergency mode, calling in other surgeons and operating room staff to accommodate potential victims. She says she loves being able to help people and is proud of their team, but it was a rough night. It's a lot to process. You know, these are people in our community whose lives were cut short the day before Thanksgiving. It's heartbreaking. That audio comes from WHRO media partner Channel 3. Burgess says it was only recently she called a colleague in Colorado Springs after the shooting in that city. It's disheartening to be in the same situation days later. Nurse Rachel Hoovenin says those in the emergency department are always thinking one step ahead when trauma patients come in. What's harder is facing the families of loved ones. When we don't have all of the answers at that moment, it's hard to be able to communicate to the best of your ability. Um, In a situation like this, it's really important to get that information. So um, as the information comes, we are able to connect the dots for them. Medical staff say they took a moment to debrief today, to breathe and start preparing for whatever may happen next. That was Catherine Hafner reporting. Wednesday at Virginia's Executive Mansion, representatives from the Mattapanai and Pamunkey Indian tribes delivered fresh game to Governor Glenn Youngkin in lieu of paying taxes to the state. As Ian Stewart with VPM News reports, the ceremony dates back hundreds of years. Governor Glenn Youngkin offered a moment of silence for the victims of Tuesday night's mass shooting in Chesapeake before welcoming the Mattapanai and Pamunkey tribes. For 345 years, this treaty has been recognized, dating back to the earliest days of Virginia's history. And this is an important reminder of the enduring legacy that this relationship must play. Each tribe gave personal gifts to the governor and his wife, then presented deer that were killed on their respective reservations. For Lois Custola Morning Glory Carter of the Mattapanai tribe, the event is an important ritual between two governments. It means a lot. It means a lot. It means a treaty was kept from a long time ago. Carter's tribe has been working for two years to gain federal recognition. The Mattapanai are already recognized by the state. Ian Stewart, VPM News. The family of Confederate General A.P. Hill will continue their fight to take control of Richmond's last standing monument. Jada Khalil from VPM News reports. Last month, a Richmond judge ruled that the city of Richmond is allowed to remove the statue of A.P. Hill, which currently stands at a North Richmond intersection. Richmond officials want to transfer the city-owned Confederate monument to the Black History Museum, but indirect descendants of Hill say they should decide what to do with the monument, since his remains are on the site. A judge sided with the city last month and gave the family 30 days to appeal. A lawyer for the four descendants objected to several parts of the ruling, including the conclusion that the site is not a cemetery. If A.P. Hill comes down, the former capital of the Confederacy will have no more monuments to the lost cause in its care. 
Jad Khalil, VPM News. The Richmond School Board voted this week to rename three schools. John B. Carey and Ginter Park Elementary, as well as Binford Middle School, are all named after men who defended the Confederacy during the Civil War. According to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, the three board members who voted against the changes cited the cost, which can range from $25,000 to $50,000 per school. The district will now convene a public comment period to gather input on new names. A state judge has blocked a lawsuit filed against Virginia corrections officials for holding a prisoner who was expected to get out early on good behavior. The Virginia Mercury reports the ACLU of Virginia sued the director of the Virginia Department of Corrections and a state prison warden, arguing they improperly withheld earned sentence credits from people eligible for early release. A 2020 state law allowed people to shave years off their sentences if they exhibit good behavior and participate in rehabilitation programs. But in June, Governor Glenn Youngkin prompted lawmakers to block some prisoners from using their credits weeks before they were expected to get out. The Chesapeake Bay dead zone was smaller than average this year. Old Dominion University and the Maryland Department of Natural Resources released their yearly report on the patch of low oxygen water last week. The dead zone can't support marine life and is partially caused by pollution like nitrogen and phosphorus runoff from agricultural land. Although representatives of the nonprofit Chesapeake Bay Foundation say they were encouraged by the report, they say more investment is needed to shrink the dead zone in the long term. We'll be off tomorrow in celebration of the holiday, but we'll be back with a new episode on Monday morning. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) 